Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Exodus. A certain man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman who conceived and bore a son. Seeing that he was a goodly child, she hid him for three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took a papyrus basket, daubed it with bitumen and pitch, and putting the child in it, placed it among the reeds on the river bank. His sister stationed herself at a distance to find out what would happen to him. Pharaoh's daughter came down to the river to bathe, while her maids walked along the river bank. Noticing the basket among the reeds, she sent her handmaid to fetch it. On opening it, she looked, and lo, there was a baby boy crying. She was moved with pity for him and said, It is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call one of the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Yes, do so, she answered. So the maiden went and called the child's own mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child and nurse it for me, and I will repay you. The woman therefore took the child and nursed it. When the child grew, she brought him to Pharaoh's who adopted him as her son and called him Moses. For she said, I drew him out of the water. On one occasion, after Moses had grown up, when he visited his kinsmen and witnessed their forced labor, he saw an Egyptian striking a Hebrew, one of his own kinsmen. Looking about and seeing no one, he slew the Egyptian and hit him in the sand. The next day he went out again, and now two Hebrews were fighting. So he asked the culprit, Why are you striking your fellow Hebrew? But the culprit replied, Who has appointed you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses became afraid and thought the affair must certainly be known. Pharaoh, too, heard of the affair and sought to put Moses to death. But Moses fled from him and stayed in the land of Midian. The word of the Lord. Turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. I am sunk in the abysmal swamp where there is no foothold. I have reached the watery depths. The flood overwhelms me. But I pray to you, O Lord, for the time of your favor, O God, in your great kindness answer me with your constant help. But I am afflicted and in pain. Let your saving help, O God, protect me. I will praise the name of God in song, and I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See you lowly ones and be glad you seek God. May your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the poor and his own who are in bonds. He spurns not. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to reproach the towns where most of his mighty deeds had been done since they had not repented. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago have repented in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And as for you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You will go down to the netherworld. For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment then for you. The Gospel of the Lord. The mountain range of Mount Carmel on the northwest coast of Israel slopes down eastward into the beautiful region of Galilee with its hills and vineyards and orchards and wheat fields. The Carmelite order, think 
Teresa of Avila or Therese of Lisieux at its beginning here in Galilee. The Carmel mountain range eases on down toward Nazareth, the town where the Virgin Mary said yes to the angel Gabriel. The Virgin Mary has been regarded as the Ark of the Covenant, which was the sacred container the Israelites carried around for a thousand years. That's interesting because we have an Ark connection with today's passage from Exodus. The baby Moses' mother put him in a basket on the river because the Egyptian government was mandating infanticide. Something interesting is that the Hebrew word for the basket Moses floated on in the river was the same Hebrew word for ark. The word is found in the book of Genesis 27 times. So the sacred writers obviously saw a link in Moses' basket and Noah's ark. A commentator noted, after the flood, mankind was reborn. Now with Moses, a new people is being born. Our passage from Exodus today states, a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman. Well, who were the Levites? Well, if you look at the beginning of Exodus, it lists the 12 tribes of Israel from the 12 sons of Jacob who came into Egypt. These sons were Joseph's brothers, one of whom was Levi. Moses came from the tribe of Levi. We'll see later in Exodus how the Levites were set aside for priestly duties to offer sacrifice and mediate between God and man. That is what the grown Moses did in today's passage. He saw one of his people being oppressed and he slayed the Egyptian perpetrator, killing him. The very next day, he saw two Hebrews fighting each other. When he scolded them, they cracked wise that maybe he should kill them like he did the Egyptian. As a mediator, Moses could not win. He was a figure for Christ, who of course could, could not win either. Christ's own people served him up to Pontius Pilate, who, not wanting a riot on his hands, had Christ crucified. 1,200 years or so earlier, before that, Pharaoh found himself in the same position as Pilate. He could not let Moses get away with killing an Egyptian, otherwise he would lose control. Moses had to die. How did Pharaoh find out about Moses' killing of the Egyptian anyway? Did one of Moses' own people tip off Pharaoh for some money? Maybe a little silver. Moses fled east to the land of Midian, just like Christ would flee at times until his hour when he was ready to lay down his life. The ultimate act of mediation between God and man. Praise God for that. Here we are fighting amongst ourselves, drowning each other in sin and death. But that same ultimate act of mediation occurs right here on this altar for you and me. Christ, the new Moses, is moved with pity for us. He draws us out of the water of sin that we're drowning in and saves us from death. 